Oh, it's it's as bad as it sounds. And the woman <laughs> lives with her husband and their 19 ferrets. <laughs> Wait, she have I missed it. something? The thing I sent you about the COVID erotica book. Oh. <laughs> she said I, she wrote it because during a time of her life with all she had to do was COVID and sex. And I was like, what? Well, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> oh, you know, you might have been a little too wine drunk when you wrote that book. <laughs> you know what would be a great idea? If we write a book about COVID and sex. <laughs> Don't With a green peen. <laughs> Did that go out your nose? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> like regurge back. There were so many bubble sounds from inside. <laughs> it went down for that bird girl bad instead. It just sounded like it was going like. <laughs> I can you can't make me laugh. I was trying to it sounded it like an inside ferret. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Channeling that lady's ferrets. <laughs> I definitely aspirated on half of that. <laughs> All these tears. I can probably isolate that. I was recording. That could be our intro again. I love it when we have those. <laughs> that burns so bad. My chest hurts so bad. Start it with me saying, oh, you, my you nose know would be a great idea. My if we hurts. write a book about COVID and sex. And oh, yeah. And then green bean. <laughs> That's what got me. And then she's like, don't, don't throw it up. And I'm like, no. Oh. Then they sweating? <laughs> no, just you. Gosh. I so wish I could hear that right now. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't ever want to relive that. That hurts. Guess what? It's going on the intro. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Coast, where your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey guys. Hi. <clears throat> Lizzie and I are just gonna have to work this out for a I while. Just drowned in white claw, <laughs> literally. <laughs> they made me laugh as I was taking a sip, and it, I, y'all, I, I kept it all down, but I'm aspirating white she claw. Made strangest sounds inside her mouth. <laughs> it was real rough to try to swallow it. My chest burned. My nose burned. You know, if people just isolated those two sentences, they might sound my chest a burned. Crazy. My nose burned. No, no. What? She made a very strange sound in her mouth <laughs> and I had to just keep swishing it around up and down. I okay. swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm surprised. Well, that as, was a surprise. As I'm I choking on combining. it, Sarah's sitting here going, don't spit it up. Don't spit it up. <laughs> I'm like, I, gotta I thought keep it might it down. to remind you not to actually throw it up. So if you hear me clearing <clears throat> my throat a lot, that's because it's still sitting there. She I can't get it to go down. White claw aspiration pneumonia. It's true. Somewhere in your bronchioles, there's some claws. <laughs> mm. Speaking of claw. <laughs> yes. You look like you have a claw in this picture we just took. <laughs> we succeeded <laughs> at the... I do have a claw sitting right here. <laughs> we succeeded at the piano blinking picture. Have you guys heard of that? It's all over the TikTok where you, for people who can't wink, you do a panoramic. AKA Lindsay. AKA me, I can't wink. You do a panoramic shot of them blinking and you get them winking and it works. It's a very, very bad picture. It's very disturbing. 
One of her hands looked like a fortune cookie. <laughs> my hands got all messed up in the panoramic. I don't know why. Because I didn't move my body. Your eyes are two different sizes. <laughs> it was a very weird picture. I don't know. The photographer did a fucking amazing job. <laughs> if you want to see that picture, I'm going to need you to visit us on Patreon. Yeah, it's too embarrassing for me to just post online. <laughs> Without some kind of incentive there. <laughs> I gotta move my camera. <laughs> what was what that? What? You're making some funny noises. <laughs> it's because the white claw is in my, it's in my chest. Join the oh patron and family to see the picture. That's I, the point of that one. Lindsay's fortune cookie hand and her <laughs> different size eyes. It's a very bad picture. <laughs> but it's not hilarious. my worst. <laughs> no, That's those have sad. already those have already been posted. Yes. Those have on been Patreon. I, I swear I take good pictures too, guys. <laughs> they're, they're just weird winking pictures because your eyes like normally I think when you wink you have to squint a little. I do. And where normal people would have to. But on this one it just looks like you're like <laughs> Like a doll. Well, because you told me to blink slowly. You like blink slowly. (laughs) So I did. So I did the slowest blink in the world. I thought that was the science behind it. I might have been wrong. Made it creepier. (laughs) Or maybe I was completely right. So she's like blink, and I was like, (laughs) it made it weirder. It's beautiful. Um, Timer. Speaking of amazing gifts to the world. We have gifts. You're welcome. <laughs> we have gifts that you guys don't know about. Yes. So, friend of our podcast, the podcast. friend of the podcast. Okay. Our sister podcast. We're just going to call it. I just made that oh, up. I like that. It's another podcast called Do I Make You Uncomfortable, which is <laughs> an amazing name. Also an amazing podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. Ma. Sarah and Morgan. Oh another gosh. Sarah. Sarah. The trifecta of Sarah. It's another Sarah. Yes. So I love it. Sarah and I got together last night and she gave me gifts for the Tipsy Goat po- Ghost Podcast. <laughs> the Tipsy Go. <laughs> the Tipsy Goat. <laughs> oh, that was an amazing gift. We're the greatest of all time. <laughs> Do you ever want to like, I want to see those fainting goats. Or you just go up there and go, yes. boo, and they just fall, fall over. over. <laughs> it's it's one, of my, a very weird it's one of my dreams in life, actually. Speaking of uh, flubs on our podcast name, do you remember that guy at um, the, the prison? <laughs> that sounds out of context and weird, but he <laughs> called it. The tipsy coat? No, no we, we called, called it, it the, the thirsty coat. <laughs> oh. We're like, we are thirsty. <laughs> I mean, but so probably funny. not in that way, no, though. No, it was just really funny. No, it was in just hilarious. Relationships. Yeah. <laughs> the thirsty ghost. And now the tipsy goat. Um. I like them all. All alternatives. Please get back to the gifts. <laughs> I want my gift. Yes, I want my gift. I want to hear. So, I'm so excited. She collects, what are those pens called that you put on like backpacks or like badges i just call them pins push push no push push (laughs) the pins with like the backs yeah yeah, okay i just call them a pin pin all right so she gave us a bunch (laughs) of pins (laughs) and i'm so excited about them she gave us pins she gave us pins so you already know what they are like i know all about them what how did you look through them without us i can't help myself oh my gosh <laughs> okay we'll be well, she took them out and she showed them to me so oh, okay she can't help okay. herself either that's i won't so nice. i won't fault sarah thank so you sarah we yes, each so get one special one okay. special for each of us Ooh, however special. one caveat is is that 
yours, Sarah, is so special. It did not come in yet. Okay. I mean, I accept that. Yeah. But I already, <laughs> I'm a very patient I already picked one out for you from the group pack. Wait, do you okay. know what her special one is? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's so special. Sorry. She doesn't know. <laughs> I was so excited about mine. I didn't even care to ask for hers. Aww. I'll be honest. Oh, so glad to know you were thinking of me. Mine is a little triceratops. Oh, of course it is. To match my tattoo. She had a triceratops pin? It's a triceratops. That's amazing. Oh, that is so cute. I love her. That's great. Lindsay's. I'm so excited. It's a Ouija board. Okay. Well, yeah. The little thing you move around on the Ouija board. I know what a Ouija board is. <laughs> it's the thing you move around on the Isn't Ouija board. Isn't that called the pinch it? <laughs> Fuck, I know. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I call it the thing you move around on a Ouija board. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty it's sure. the triangle thing. I know yes. what you're talking about. Pretty sure that's what I said. Um, and on it, uh, on it, it says, hey there, demons. It's me, your boy. Oh, my gosh. I love this one. <laughs> that oh, is he's perfect. our favorite. Oh, Do demons. you say that at work, too? How does she know that about Or does she just know? Oh. She, she listens. She She's a me. true fan. Great. You're the oh, best. She's a true friend. Oh, Sarah, thank you. I love it so much. I can't wait to wear it. And then the rest are little spooky pins. And I love them. One's a little Snapchat ghost. One's a pumpkin. One's an alien dibs. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't want the alien. <laughs> one's... <laughs> I want the Snapchat ghost. Because <laughs> doesn't he sticking his tongue out? One's a little devil. Yes. One's yeah. a cute little ghosty. And the one I've already picked out for Sarah is a witch. Oh, yeah. You got course. the witch. Blair. Witch, yeah. Blair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that was right. Which, yeah. No, you could say, yes, witch. Yes, witch. Yes, witch. Do you hear my snapping? Barely. Mom, you're embarrassing me. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Can I have the Snapchat ghost? Yes. I'll put this in your pile. Oh, I'm so excited. I get the alien. Sarah gets the witch. Thank you. So what are the others I'm left? a witch, bitch. All right. A little, a little cute pumpkin. Oh a little devil. Ooh, which one do you want? You Mr. Bones. One. You want Mr. Bones? Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. your special one. Your special one's coming still. Hey. Hey. <laughs> okay, sorry. Get off my, my stuff. <laughs> They're so cute. Can I have the cute little ghosty? Yeah, you can have the cute ghosty. He's so, it's like a Pac-Man Give me ghost. the demon. If I got the, hey, it's me, your boy, <laughs> I need the demon. Oh, thank you. A little pumpkin. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah and Morgan. Thank you both so much. That's awesome. Also, this is the plug, a special plug. Please go listen to Do I Make You Uncomfortable? Because I know that we have, at one point have made you uncomfortable. So let them <laughs> yes. let them make you uncomfortable too. That's very, very true. true. <laughs> Especially me. You're welcome. Uh, it's okay. I'm equally awkward. It's okay. <laughs> Remember Splidge? <laughs> <laughs> also remember Sarah's first kiss. Oh yeah, other Sarah. <laughs> oh yeah, on the road trip, I made Lindsay uncomfortable by saying, "Whatever floats your scrote." Very. You guys have the weirdest things. <laughs> I have never heard in my life. We have a whole like running list of things. <laughs> she said that. I just looked at her and I was like, "What? <laughs> Whatever floats your boat." No, scrote. It's definitely scrote. You've never heard that. But she was a very good friend. Because she let us sing Hamilton. Two songs. Two songs. <laughs> and we stuck to it. We did. And it was great. And now she wants to watch Hamilton, right? Yeah, we totally blew her mind. And she's ready to watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
We... I absolutely do not. Oh. Nor will I probably ever. Okay, fine. And after that, after I sat through two Hamilton songs, oh I made Sarah attempt to rap WAP to us. Mm-hmm. I, I got a few lines in. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> but no. mostly I played it because Lindsay hates it. The only time that I've listened to it has been with you guys. The first time you exposed <laughs> me to it. And then the Sounds second time right. was you were like, oh, now we get to listen to WAP. And I was like, what? I didn't know that when I did the Hamilton train. <laughs> <laughs> My two favorite lines are about the dingly bit in the back of your no, throat. No, no, and <laughs> macaroni in the pot. No. Macaroni in a pot. No, don't ruin macaroni for me, please, Cardi it's already, B. It's already been ruined. I yes, can it has. try to. Learn Next that time dance. you stir that macaroni Stop in the pot, it. Nope. just take a listen. No, I can't try. Nope. Might break a hip. I saw a meme. I'll try though. to learn the WAP dance. Oh, so gosh, I saw, there's I, a dance. Yes, it's on TikTok. No, I had a good time though this last weekend and. You know, just going to throw this out there that I um, am really proud of myself because I stayed up all night. She did. She really did. did. I fucking killed it. Yeah. I was up for about 26 hours straight. Yeah. (laughs) I had to drive us home. I'm so sorry. Um, No, that was fine. Um, It was a very long night, but it was totally worth it. I can't wait for you guys to hear our Missouri State Pen episode. I want to do a private there. I don't think they do privates there because of how huge it is. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> I have no, no, no remark. You knew it was coming. Knew you were, oh, oh. Um, I hear it. I hear it as soon as it comes out of my mouth. I'm like, nope. What are we doing tonight? We're gonna ghost. do. We're gonna do a ghost. I'm gonna do some ghosts. Then some paranormal. <laughs> yes, a ghost. Paranormal for some. <laughs> Why? Why oh, for? Oh, uh, the ghost. Uh, okay. <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> Listen, this is why my husband does all the math and I do the English and the history. <laughs> so when you talk about ghost foursomes, you can clearly understand that it's clearly do the math. <laughs> Look how pretty this color is. Yeah, it's pretty. What blue. is it? Lemonade and UV blue vodka. Mm, sounds delightful. We got some um, some cab salve. We do. Over here. It's delicious. One and a white bottle, two glasses. <laughs> yeah, again. Actually, I didn't, didn't pour, finish it this I time. I didn't finish the bottle because I'm going to have to drive home. <laughs> you both have to drive home. I know. <laughs> I got to work tomorrow, too. Good times. I'm a ball of fun. <laughs> do we have our spin the wheel? You do. And a here oh, we go. So while the wheel's spinning, we're doing our paranormal podcast, All Things Spooky. Lindsay oh my goes god first. it just I goes just... to show if you if you complain enough <laughs> if you complain enough you'll get your way it'll hear you the universe will hear you <laughs> remove I name don't, i don't go first very often her. she's removed okay take her out of there get her out of there. <laughs> i am doing do you remember a while ago i said that i found this really cool thing on amazon prime but i wasn't gonna tell you guys because i wanted to do a story about it no i feel like that's us every week <laughs> <laughs> did you see that doc <laughs> document you for saying doc <laughs> document how dare you <laughs> document so it just depends that's what i'm doing it's about dice road in rural michigan have you guys heard of this documentary what if are not. the numbers huh what are the numbers what do you mean what are the numbers on the dice I was very behind you. <laughs> Becca always okay. says, can you tell I'm joking? Did you hear me say, but I'm ching? I'm joking. <laughs> but I'm ching. But I'm ching. <laughs> I need you to say that from now on. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, so Dice Road is a rural section of mid-Michigan between Saginaw 
and Midland County. It is the most cursed road in the state with three haunted sites that sit on the road. So, and it's a 13-mile stretch of road. We're going to talk about one of them in detail. The other two I might do another story on because I'm not going to have time to talk about all three in detail. So, the first is the Merrill House. Then there is a haunted cemetery. And there is a haunted general store. Or it used to be a general store. It's a house. Lindsay did an American. I did an American. I'm in Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. So, the general store, like I said, it's now a home but it used to be a general store and one-time post office and it's said that a lot of lost souls who died from an outbreak of disease gathered there such as from outbreaks of smallpox diphtheria and malaria all the bad stuff before we got all the areas Uh all the areas before the medicine and the vaccines kicked in (laughs) y'all okay so i'm gonna talk about that one maybe on another episode that's one of them then there is the cemetery which has the lady in white legend has it that anna rhodes millerton committed suicide in 1830 and that she wanders the cemetery waiting for her lover's return terribly sad so we're going to talk about the Mil- the merrill house that's going to be the main one we're going to talk about so it was built in 1951 by harold and mabel pomering they had two sons Dwayne and terry in 1974 the house began experiencing strange events so they lived there for 20 plus years before it got weird then it got weird so they filed f- dozens of police reports describing loud pounding on, on the walls they would hear voices through the walls and they had unexplainable fires once a roll of toilet paper caught fire and the state fire marshal investigated it and stated that the roll of tissue would not be able to get sufficient oxygen to produce enough heat to sustain burning and called it next to humanly impossible hmm that's shitty but i'm but i'm ching which I started thinking about the physics of it and like, yeah, like I, I've never tried to light a toilet paper roll on fire, but I guess it makes you, sense. Like, you haven't? No, I haven't. Have you? Oh, no. Experiment time. Hold please. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper is sacred here in COVID. Oh, that's true. I don't know. We've got some shitty toilet paper that we're trying to get through. Yeah, Did you have to get the one ply fire. or the two ply? It's like, I don't know what it is, but it crumbles. May as well just use your in hand your bits, and then wash it. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> you never say in your bits ever it, it again. It crumbles in your bits. It's so gross. So I'm saying, just use your hand and then wash it. No. <laughs> we okay. are not that desperate for toilet paper. We have a bidet downstairs, and I choose to just go downstairs. You now. have a bidet? I noticed that too. Yeah, oh my like, goodness! This is fancy shit. I don't know how to <laughs> that use is this. Fancy. I didn't use I've your never, bidet. I've never used oh, a bidet. I don't even know how. Please, you just turn turn the knobs. Um, no, that would have been too startling. It it kind of is. You have to turn the knob slowly. <laughs> I'm just like so fascinated by this. And a squatty potty. It's a fancy toilet area. It's, it's a throne. It really is a throne. Yes. <laughs> if you had a if you had a TV in front of it, just match my phone. Wall. Oh, right. That's what my husband says all the time. He's like, "We need a TV in our bathroom." I'm like, "No, nobody needs a TV in their bathroom. Just use your phone. It's fine." <laughs> Pull up YouTube, pull up Prime, it's fine. <laughs> Take your time. You can watch this on Prime. <laughs> Good point. They also started having explosions. So they described the explosions as like a sonic boom that seemed to come from underneath them that would lift them up from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And this was in November of 1974. So a demolition expert ended up going out to the house because of the sounds and the explosions. 
He was unable to record them like he would be recording on his recorder and then the tape would run out and he would hear nothing. So he would be like, oh, I gotta change the tape. And in the like 20 seconds it would take him to change the tape, like the explosions would just start going off like crazy. And then he'd get the tape in and nothing. Of course. So he never got anything recorded. That was per his report though. And he was reportedly also pushed by an unseen force while he was out there and ended up leaving the sheriff's department completely. He was like, I'm done. I'm never going back to that house again. In fact, like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Peace. Other happenings, a window shattered in the kitchen because the pounding on the window was so loud, they, like, completely shattered the window. Oh, my gosh. Um, and it was, like, right above their sink, and they said, like, the sink was just full of broken glass. So Harold, the dad, he ran outside with a shotgun because he thought somebody was trying to break in, of course. Police came. They filed a report. And then every night afterwards, the police were called because of the pounding. It was so loud. So the police would sit outside and watch the house and monitor it, and they would get a report, like Harold would call the police and say the pounding's going on again, and police would be outside while this was happening, and they were like, we see nothing. Like, nobody's out here, nothing's happening, the house isn't shaking or anything. So basically, the Saginaw County Sheriff's Department was completely baffled. They did not know the cause. Uh, Michigan State Police got called in. They also could not find anything. And it's really cool because you can go online and find, like, these police reports. Like, I mean, when I say dozens, dozens of police reports, they just filed them all the time. Universities came out. Duke University, they had the Psychical Research Foundation, which they're, like, para... What was the word I'm thinking of? Parapsychologists? Sure. Okay. They're parapsychologists. They study the spiritual realm. They came out. Priests would come out to the house as well. The family members, all four of them, took a polygraph test, and they all passed, saying that they were not causing any of this. They were not behind this. What they were saying was true. Priests would come out to the house, but it would make things worse in the nights after he would leave. So they stopped asking him to come because they said, like, it would just get worse and worse after he came. They looked into having an exorcism, but none was ever done in the home. So like I said, people were staying overnight. Police stayed overnight. Police officers were saying they'd stayed for like two nights in a row and they didn't sleep the entire time they were there. If you watch this documentary, lots of the police are still alive who talk about this house and they're like, I believe them 100% that mm-hmm. this happened. Like, it scared me. I did not want to be in that house. It has new owners now in that house, but people will still not go to that house if they know of the history of it. They won't step foot inside. Both Harold and Mabel ended up passing away shortly after the haunting ended at relatively young ages. They were 60 and 64 years old. And their sons are both on the documentary and they both say, like, I believe that this house is what caused them to die so young. Why did this happen? Here's some kind of... Was it ghosts? Here's what they think happened. Poltergeist. Demons. Aliens. First, let me say that the house did end up (laughs) catching fire and the family was forced to move. So that's kind of what stopped the haunting. And they never solved the mystery of the house. The new owners moved in in 1978. So the house sat vacant for a while. And Dave and Luann Larson are the new owners. They still live there. And they said that they've never experienced anything other than an antique radio that would crackle even when unplugged. So they've never seen anything. So they've had psychics come in and they think they were targeting the old family, basically. Hmm. This is what they think happened. A woman came by the house once when they were living there before the haunting started and inquired about whether they were selling the house. And Harold was like, no, we're not selling our house. Like, thanks for your interest, but no thanks. And she was a neighbor. And so she came back a few months a few months later. A few minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's very impatient. She's very impatient. God damn it, sold his house. She came back a few uh-huh. months later and she was adamant. She was like, I want your house. Like, sell it to me. Sell it to me. And he was like, dude, no, we're not selling you our house. Back off. She's um, a witch. So I was going to say, it's a witch. There was an argument between her and Harold. And Harold says 
He believed that she did something to the house because the haunting started pretty much soon after he refused her the second time and after the argument. Mm-hmm. She told the neighbors that she was a witch. Oh my God. Yeah. Why do you guys going to ruin my stories? <laughs> Witches. We just get this. Um, yes, witch. She was seen coming <laughs> out of the cemetery, the haunted cemetery. At odd hours of the night, she would be wandering around it. She had three big black X's above the garage door um, oh that the Catholic priest said was a sign of the devil. Or porn. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Triple X rated. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, getting cursed for that one. <laughs> she would do weird things. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I'm sure she did. <laughs> like dancing in her yard. I'm sure she did. <laughs> I was like, dancing in your yard? What kind of dancing are we talking about? <laughs> like wine drunk dancing? That's what I'm picturing. It's like... a no pants dance. <laughs> <laughs> the Triple X rated house. <laughs> I should say this is like a rural part of Michigan. They said their closest neighbor was like a quarter mile to half a mile away. So she's summoning the she porn wants demons. To dance out there. <laughs> the porn demons. Hey. <laughs> this was the seventies. Yeah, she exactly. Had some influences. Um, why not? They also reported they saw her doing weird things through the windows, but they never elaborated on what these weird things are. It's just weird. Okay, just trust us. Why are your neighbors watching you through the window? That's what I want to know. Get some blinds and some curtains. Interesting. Um, so once she was out dancing in her yard when the ceiling and the living room cracked all the way through, like the entire length of the room, it cracked. And they said she quit dancing as soon as it happened. I don't know. Who knows? I can't get over the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> they believe she was after their son, Dwayne. So Dwayne got coaxed into her house one afternoon. Like, he was just outside. And she's like, come inside, come inside. And he's like, no. But then he ended up going inside. And he was gone for three hours. What did he uh-huh. go inside of? Mm-hmm. When he returned, his brother, the other brother, is on the documentary. And he's like, he just wasn't acting right. He was acting weird. And then he passed out and ended up having a grand mal seizure. And then a tracheotomy to save his life because he almost died. When he came to, he barely remembers anything that happened. He doesn't remember being in the house. He says all he remembers is strange symbols all over the walls, lots of candles, and at one point she cut a lock of his hair. She's the OG Blair Witch. (laughs) (laughs) I bet she cut a lock of his hair because what? (laughs) You know what? Rituals? Yeah. Has some crazy mess up stuff. That is pretty crazy. So all of that happened and then the house started. But again, there's new. <laughs> she put him in a trance with the no pants dance. Grow <laughs> the way I like it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> wow. Nowadays, like I said, the family living there now, they're they have adult do- children um, who come and visit, and the adult children and their grandchildren are the ones who are actually seeing and experiencing things. Adult daughters of the Larson family report that they have seen flashes outside. The dogs have barked at nothing. And once they looked outside and a man with a white face like a glow was peeking in through the window like this. Big boo. You guys doing anything in there? <laughs> you can't. You I'm obviously so can't see, but he's got. I've got like my hands up by my face, like peeking in, you know? He's not helping. <laughs> She's laughing. Okay. Imagine her blinking. (laughs) I see you. You got no pants on. That'd be terrifying at night to see a face peeking in through your window. (laughs) No, it definitely would. And they said that night that that happened, it was snowing outside. There was no front 
footprints out in the snow like nobody was outside because they went to investigate right away it's creepy mm-hmm. amazon prime it's called a haunting on dice road if you want to find it so this is just this guy basically he goes over the history and stuff which is kind of what i watched but he also does an investigation there himself oh, that's cool so a couple of things that happened during his investigation i'm not going to go into everything because i think you guys should watch it um there was some shadow people there was things falling off the wall the radio turned on by itself randomly this was kind of cool like the radio turned on by itself so he was distracted by that and trying to figure out what's happening and he turns around and on the opposite wall two portraits were hung upside down and they what? hadn't been like that before which honestly like if i'm gonna prank you guys i'm gonna do it during a ghost hunt and i'm gonna just go around and hang stuff upside down <laughs> so maybe well, you've team- ruined it maybe so. his teammates were pranking him <laughs> who knows that's what i would do and while they were there, they went in the crawl space because they had a psychic come out. She kept saying, there's something underneath here. And they were like, it's just crawl spaces. Nobody's been in there in 40, 50 years. So some of his teammates he sent through the crawl space, which, worst friends ever. <laughs> um, yeah, no. And they found this, like, muddied glass jar that had some water in it. And you could tell it hadn't been opened in years. And inside was a piece of paper that was rolled up and tied with string. And it had Harold's name written on it with three black X's over his name. Those damn X's. <laughs> so make that of what you will. Make make of that what make you will. Make of that <laughs> what you will. Like I said, the current owners say they don't experience anything. So it just kind of all died down when the family moved out. Mm-hmm. Um, the psychics that have come out believe that they were targeting the old family. And they're like, this family's safe here. Like, they're not trying to hurt you. Dwayne, the other son, he has had a difficult life, they said, ever since that seizure. He has never been the same since. Lots of police on the force still believe that something's there. and The police believe it. The police believe it. Does the Lindsay believe it? There's some stuff. I'm going to show you guys after this. And I'll show you guys on the documentary that is I'm going to watch it. Creepy. I'm going to watch that documentary. There's a couple of shadow people that I want to show you, and then there's one where the face is peeking in. You can see a face peeking in. Peekaboo. Yep. We see you. And then there's another one. He does another investigation over at the um, general store, so I might do another episode on that. Very cool. like the Dollar General? He does an episode of the Dollar (laughs) Gen on Dice Road. Yes. Uh (laughs) So when we want to go to Mackinac Island in Michigan, (laughs) we're going to go over to Dice Road, too. Okay. Mackinac. Mackinac? Mackinac? What'd you call it? Mackinac? <laughs> Mackinac. On the end. Okay. Okay. Sure you did. Yeah. That, okay. Sounds good. Let's spin. <clears throat> spin uh, that. Roll spin the, wheel. the wheel. Very nice. I got a cramp in my back. <laughs> Just sitting here. Sarah! Okay, I am starting to be offended because I've been lost. Oh, okay, oh I'm sorry. So okay. Times now. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, Lindsay. I don't know how that feels at all. I think I was lost last time. No, no, you were not. Okay, yeah, you would know. You listen to it more than I do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> would you like to go? I can go last. No, okay. I appreciate the offer, but no, I'm going to listen to the wheel. Okay, I will just the almighty wheel. Trust the wheel. The wheel I will has chosen my PowerPoint that I had pulled up. <laughs> the wheel has spoken. Oh, you were. That's why you were overconfident. It knew. I'm I PowerPointed so excited about too PowerPoint. early. PowerPointed too early. <laughs> Wheel too early. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever floats your scrape. Stop. <laughs> All right. Where are you going? Where are you going to take us? I'm going to take us to uh, Indiana. Indiana, America. Indiana, Please hold for two seconds. Indiana. Oh my god, that's beautiful. So lovely. I enjoyed every second of it. Please hold. You know, back when we were talking about musicals, and you asked for my favorite musical. Uh huh. I've been and you thinking I said about Mulan. it. I've been thinking about it, and I want to redo my favorite musical. Okay. Okay. But I don't want you to laugh at me, because this Uh, is a serious... It's in Hamilton. I can't promise anything. No, it's a serious favorite musical. 
It's probably my first one that I ever saw, and it's a favorite. What is it? Spice World. I actually okay. haven't seen that. Spice up your life. I'm sorry. How have you never seen Spice World? I've just never seen Spice World. I wasn't really ever into <clears throat> the Spice Girls either. I probably wasn't allowed to listen to them growing up. Get the fuck out of here, Lindsay. Uh, I mean, I know their songs now, but like as a kid, I did not listen to them. Stop <laughs> Tina Belchering me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hmm. compete. I wasn't allowed to listen to the Spice Girls. <laughs> I was barely allowed musical, to read. Okay? Harry. I wasn't even allowed to read Harry Potter until after my mom read the first two books and cleared them. Can we them. watch it together? Oh. I lived a very sheltered life. You. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. I've still never seen The Simpsons. Can I sing all the day. songs to you? Um, no, because you won't let me sing. Hamilton I just to did you. one of them. <laughs> to become one. Wait, have you seen this musical, the Spice World? Only a thousand times. <laughs> Duh. Okay. They even have alien <laughs> references. Where is it? Where can I find it to watch it? Uh, VHS in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a VHS player anymore. You have to watch it specifically. It's the only VHS player left in Missouri. <laughs> Who has a VHS player? My dad does. It's oh. perfect. No, I'm so laughing. Go hang out with my dad. You have to wear a mask, though. He's immunocompromised i will yes. do that <laughs> i'm laughing because remember when we were talking about our favorite musicals and i said moulin rouge and you thought i said moulin <laughs> i remember movie. that no no i thought you said moulin and i thought it was moulin rouge because you guys made fun of me for thinking it was no i no the you christina was... aguilera song <laughs> i remember the christina aguilera part i was thinking of the moulin rouge song yiki yiki yaya or something like that <laughs> sentence in cursive <laughs> i've had so much to drink today <laughs> that was a very weird sentence i started at probably 3 30 <laughs> i can't feel my lips <laughs> that's amazing i have not drank that much but i am work i started today, while so you exhausted. were still at work <laughs> i'm so happy for I you i drank with my cat oh counts i guess it's screaming <laughs> setting off my social Lindsay, worker red Lindsay, flags right now Lindsay refused to come over and drink with me early so i have children <laughs> Lindsay, drink your wine they are too young to be by themselves Lindsay has responsibility except they know at like three o'clock mommy's going down for a nap on the couch i'm gonna put on a movie for quiet time <laughs> is it mulan on vhs no today it was um they're really into Lego Jurassic World mm. on Netflix and Spookly the Pumpkin. Oh. It's a Halloween special. They watch oh, it. Oh, is year. it the square one? Yes, he's the square pumpkin. I love the square one. Poison <laughs> <laughs> watches it. <laughs> she watches my four-year-old's watch. I'm like, you guys want to watch Spookly? And they're like, yeah, Spookly. <laughs> Indiana, let's go. Yeah, let's do We're it. in Indiana. So this is kind of like a two-for, two-for-one special, if you will. It's okay. a little bit of true crime, but also <gasps> a little bit of paranormal. I couldn't I figure out it. where to put it, but I went with paranormal. True paranormal. It's a true paranormal. Paranormal. No, true paranormal. 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 No, you're just. Like, I didn't. Where's the coming from? It accidentally came out. Okay, <laughs> I was I made trying to make it happen for you. What? I made the ship name for you. You don't need to modify. Didn't mean to modify. It was just an accident. I don't know what's happening. Accidents happen. <laughs> look at Lindsay. <laughs> I was going to say, look at you with possession pissing. <laughs> oh my God. What was that supposed to mean about <clears throat> Lindsay? I'll just have another drink. Ask your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was an accident. Thank you very yeah, much. <laughs> <laughs> my okay. mom found out she was pregnant with me and cried. Thanks, well, Mom. Me too. I was made in Chicago. <laughs> I didn't ever need to know that, but <laughs> I don't know where I was. <laughs> I made. changed for it, you. It 
is brought up frequently and I don't know why. My huh. brother and I are 15 months apart. So my brother was six months old when my mom found out <laughs> she was pregnant with me. And she said, I sat in the bathroom and cried. <laughs> so thanks, mom. It happens. <laughs> yeah, I probably would cry too if I was pregnant after six months. Yeah. Okay. Not sure how we got down that path, but... <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> she called me an accident. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and, I was, spot. and I was right. <laughs> it is a spot in my heart. <laughs> Trigger warning. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyhow, back to Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. Let's go. Be like a real downer. Woo, left turn. <laughs> cool. Well, I like. Oh, okay. I know what I was saying. I was a two for one special. True paranormal. True paranormal. Gotcha. All right. So. Copyright the tips. <laughs> in order to know about the paranormal side, you got to learn about the true crime stuff mm-hmm. first. Yep. And so I'm going to talk just a little bit about Herbert. He goes by Herb. Herb. Herbert Herb. I think it's Herb's the name, Herb's the spice. <laughs> I agree with That's that. That's what I go with. Yeah. Did you know Herb. that in England and <clears throat> all of other places besides America, they say Herb's for the spices? Oh. Here, here in America, where we do everything incorrect, it's herb. <laughs> we're still, to some people, we're still talking in feet and inches. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a little behind. And pounds. Okay. What's a meter? <laughs> uh, well, herb. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with herb, not herb. But now you've got me second guessing myself. No, I, I agree with you, herb. You're welcome. I mean, it's herb Baumeister. Herb Baumeister. <laughs> he was born um, April seventh, in nineteen. 19- 1947. That's my birthday. I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> Happy birthday to Herb. Yeah. And you. And me. Herb, Herb's an asshole. So no, I can, I can you be don't too. Share, you don't want to share your birthday with Herb. I'm getting the feeling. I'm going sh- to tell you about him. I can be kind of a jerk, but I didn't mm. kill anybody. Well. Then, then you don't have things in common there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they do. They have a birthday in common. <laughs> Besides that. Okay. okay. Aries okay. birthday. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, again. He was born April 7th, 1947, in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I just wanted to do a brief background on all Herb, because you could go on forever about him, but I got to get to the the main place there. So during his adolescent years, he began showing signs of antisocial behavior. Uh Uh-oh. Did he he wet the bud? It's possible. (laughs) Set kittens on fire. Please don't ask questions. Some of his childhood acquaintances recall him playing with dead animals and mm. urinating on teachers' desks. Why are you ruining the story with your questions? Damn it. This is going to be very anticlimactic if you keep saying something right before I It's like I when you guys it. guess, she was a witch. She was a witch. I have ESPN tonight. Okay, well, tone it down over there, psychic medium. We'll see if you can guess this the, one. The Antisocial equi- personality. Yeah, I got past that one. I was trying to think of the equivalent of Long Island medium for Kansas City. Kansas City um, medium. The Dirty River medium. Whoa, Dirty River. (laughs) Have you seen the Missouri River? I mean, yes. I think all rivers are probably disgusting. (laughs) The barbecue psychic. (laughs) Jazz music psychic. What is Kansas City known for? Fountains. Fountains. The the, the The fountain fountain psychic. (laughs) Fountain medium. Fountain. We are the city of psychics, though. You need a word before fountain, like big fountain, or no, like she's don't call it big. <laughs> big fountain. That's offensive. Big <laughs> fountain medium. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say big barbecue medium. I think we better stop. No. <laughs> we'll circle back to that. Circle back. Um, later in his teenage years, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, yeah. but uh, did not receive any further psych treatment after his diagnosis. Yikes. That's never a good deal. So 
Later in his life, he married and they had three children. And just as a side note, that's kind of important later on in the story. His Noted three children. <laughs> no, this is this is the part you need to note. Oh. His wife later said in an interview that they had only been sexually active or intimate six times during their 25-year marriage. Ooh. And they had three children from this. She must be very fertile. Well, I could think of. That's also very, very sad to me. Very sad, yeah. But that, it kind of plays a role into what happens here later. So that's why I let you know. Circling back <laughs> to his mental health diagnoses, uh, during the 70s, his father committed him to a psych hospital uh, because he was, quote, hurting and needed help. But they really think it's because he was having a schizophrenic episode and it was not being treated. And right. that's why they went ahead and got him admitted. In his adult life, he was actually fairly successful. Most people thought that he was a hardworking dude, other than he had kind of some weird behavioral things. Uh, but he founded Save-A-Lot thrift stores. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard of Save-A-Lot. Yeah, very successful. I've been there before, yeah. Yeah, so they made quite a bit of money. I thought I knew the name Herb Baumeister. Well, I yeah. definitely did not know the name. <laughs> I think they have a plaque. You just know, like, random CEOs. They better not. He was, a, he was an asshole. What's the CEO of Walmart? You know his name? Yeah, it's a... Mr. Um, Wall. It's... No. No, I don't know if I can know. Mr. I can't Mark? even think of anything. <laughs> I think it's, like, Walden or something. It's not Mr. Mark. Don't ask me questions you don't know the answer to. <laughs> Mr. Mark. Wait, I was waiting for like you were going to prove us wrong. <laughs> Hold on. I can find it out real quick. Hold on. I know it's got wall in it, but it's not. <clears throat> wall, is it Wally World? Walmart. Nope. <laughs> I should Google oh, more God. than Walmart. Here we go. <laughs> my Walmart. Or my Walmart. My She's going to show us a picture of Walmart. Walmart. Well, it's the current. I, I don't. Sam Walton. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But um, really, similar. it's all the employees because it's employee owned. Or is that Ivy? That's Ivy. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's like their main thing is his employee owned. I have no idea. <laughs> Don't ask me questions. Okay. You know okay. I'm going to have to Google them and then it's going to be like five times of me trying to Google the right thing. That's true. Don't worry about it. It's fine. just a very literal meaning. <laughs> have you seen Pan? <laughs> Do you guys know Pan? Peter? You just okay. sounded so serious. Continue. There. Sorry, okay, so save a lot. He uh, founded th- Save a Lot thrift stores uh, yes. in Indianapolis, which were very Savings successful at the time. You know the theme song? Okay. Um, she watched a lot of TV growing up. <laughs> no, it's what it plays over and over and over again when you go in there. I've never been there, so wouldn't know. Mm, they fancy, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Fucking leggings and t-shirt going on over here. (laughs) She's sipping her drink. I need the fanciest for me. Um, Okay, the point of the Save-A-Lot stuff is that they made some money. Okay. Yes, he was rich. They made quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. So they purchased a very large property with a beautiful home, which was called Fox Hollow Farms. Okay. Okay. Uh I haven't heard of this. Have you? Mm-hmm. You sounded like you heard of it. Which made that noise. Sounding familiar. You'll probably recognize the the um the rest of the story. So they also owned a lake house, um, and that's important because his wife Julie would take the children there in the summer, so it would leave him in this bigger Fox Hollow Farms house by himself. Gotcha. Okay. His killing house. Is that where I'm going that's with this? Basically, what's going to happen? Here. Okay. Okay. Old Herb. All right, so in the early 90s, investigators with the Indianapolis Police Department began investigating the disappearance of young gay men. Oh, okay. They were all of similar age, height, weight, 
they generally looked very similar to each other, okay? There mm-hmm. was a theme going on here. No, he had a type. He had a type. In 1982, the police were contacted by a man named Tony Harris. Tony claimed that he met a man named Brian Smart in a gay bar, and they and he ended up going home with Brian. They ended up at Fox Hollow Farm, and Brian told him that the house belonged to his boss. They went down to an indoor pool, and next to the pool, they saw several naked mannequins posed around nope. the yes. pool. Yes. Nope. No and mannequins. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's Hard to pass. Me. I'm uh, leaving the house now. How do I know now. the story? Brian said um, it was because his boss didn't like to be alone, so he set up mannequins to nope. watch him while he swam. Even more of a hard pass. Uh-huh. So Tony and Brian, uh, they began engaging in sexual activity, and Brian convinced Tony to try autoerotic asphyxiation. No. Uh-oh. Guys, not, yeah. not a fun game to play. Do not nope. play this game, please. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. It's very dangerous. (laughs) Ryan said that he loved doing this because it gave him an enormous rush, taking them into the brink of death, watching their eyes bulge and their lips crack. Oh, gosh, this sounds awful. It's got an issue. Tony left the house. He was able to get out safely and quickly called the police, but they were not able to track anybody down by that name. I wonder why. That's awesome. Tony saw Brian again at a bar later on and followed him outside where he got his license plate number, called the license plate into the police, and guess who it was? Herb. It was our good friend Herb. Herb Baumeister. Maybe this is why Herb only had sex with his wife six times. You think? That's why I mentioned that. See? I think so. I'm connecting dots. (laughs) According to Tony, Brian, who's actually Herb, had killed a friend of his and also attempted to kill him. That night in the pool house with the autoerotic asphyxiation mm-hmm. session. He said that he remembers the, the pool hose going around his neck and he felt like it just kept going tighter and tighter and he did not stop. Mm. So, okay, investigators, they approached Herb and told him that he was a suspect in the many disappearances of the men. Um, they also said they wanted to search his house, but he and his wife at the time both refused. All right, so flash forward a little bit. In June of 1996, Julie had become so scared of her husband's mood swings and erratic behavior, she filed for divorce. After she filed, she consented to searching the house. So, uh oh, they came back and searched Fox Hollow Farms. And Herb was on vacation at the time, so they were able to go in and do whatever they needed to. Mm-hmm. They found the remains of the the number varies from from article to article. But I saw anywhere from 8 to 15. Gosh. Yeah, that's not, not great. Um, and then this in this article, they said only eight of them were identified positively. So the others, they were not able to figure out who they were. Mm. And it was thought that Herb would lure them into his house by promising them a swim in his beautiful indoor pool. And like I mentioned earlier, it was extremely creepy with the mannequins down there. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I don't do mannequins. <laughs> It's so bizarre. There were pictures of these creepy-ass mannequins in there. Oh, well, now I gotta Google. <clears throat> yeah, please do. <laughs> After they would have their... mannequins? You What's might get it, actually. <laughs> or there might be a mannequin covered in herbs. Herb mannequins. <laughs> Pool. We'll do that. Yes. <laughs> Google's gonna be like, let's see what the hell's wrong, wrong with, with you. Um, oh, yeah, it came right up. I know. Herb and the... Herb and the... horse <laughs> <laughs> of Fox Hollow. Okay. Herby. So, they think... What happened was, that obviously, after he lured them there and they did their 
their um, asphyxiation, that he would strangle them to death and then carry their bodies out into the woods onto his property where he would burn them in a burn pile. With I mean, he would also bury some of their bodies in different places along the property. So authorities have said that they've removed a, uh, more than 5,000 bone fragments from the property. So Jeez. just a few. Yeah. Just a few. So even to get even more creepy... They put a warrant out for his arrest, and when he found out about this, he fled to Ontario. Canada. He was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. While he was there, though, he committed suicide. Oh, he was knowing that he was going to get caught. So people have commented on the bizarre way that he was found after he committed suicide. Basically, he had created a pile of sand, like a mound. So he was lay- He was found laying flat on his back, mm-hmm. sprawled out with his arms to the side. He had shot himself in the head. Um, and the guy that found him says that they won't. I mean, I don't think that her had any control over this part, but his mouth was wide open and his eyes were wide open. But they found two birds dead next to him that he had purposely killed before he shot himself that like laid out in a particular way like a ritual kind of thing that they think it may have been ritualistic but there was never any indication as to why i mean he never said anything i was gonna say did he dabble in the rituals and the occult who knows he he might have he there's really not a lot on that so that's kind of why it's frustrating on the true crime side but he did write a suicide note but honestly all it really said was he was committing suicide because of his failed marriage and that his business was failing at the time. Um, Nothing he, about the eight He never he confessed killed. to any of the murders. Yeah. Gosh, so. Scumbag. Unfortunately, we'll never know. After his death, though, he was suspected of killing nine other men you know, that found up that were dead. Right. Some were on the property and some were found along I-70. So he was also known as the I-70 Strangler. That's how I know the name. Oh. There okay. you go. I was like, I know this name. It's Herb. Herb Baumeister. Herb, as we like to call him. Herbie. <laughs> no. <laughs> the herbed mannequins. <laughs> Herb Baumeister. <laughs> okay, there was one eyewitness who said that he saw Herb leaving the bar with a man named Michael Riley, who was later found dead, and he had been strangled to death and found nude on the property. Moving on to the paranormal side. Box Hollow, I guess, is haunted. Box Hollow Farms. Yep. The house and property are currently owned by Robert and Vicki Graves. They have reported hearing strange knocks and seeing a man in a red shirt walking on their property. However, when they look closer, they realize that he has no legs. No. And so he's not, <laughs> like say, he's not was, walking. All I could think of was Sarah asking me if my brother had arms in her picture. <laughs> she did. Oh my God, Karen, you can't just ask if they have legs. Did you enjoy my response? I did, and that's what made me... I thought that the whole time when I wrote, he has no legs. Listen, I apologize. I just... The picture made him look like he didn't have arms. So, so she I wanted that. No. I'm like, my brother... Yes, his arms are there. Sarah. So backstory. Sarah sent us a picture of her family and her when she was like a kid to like laugh at. Hey, look at how nerdy we all look. And in the picture. What the fuck? That's why I sent it. Her brother's like kind of cropped where like you can't see his arms. Well, his arms are, I think, folded behind him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like he's got his arms that behind his back. Yeah. So Boyce goes, I don't mean to sound rude, but does that guy in the red shirt have arms? <laughs> And so I, of course, responded. I said, oh, my God, Karen, you can't just ask people if they have no arms. And Sarah was like, my brother? Yes. Yes, he has arms. He has arms. <laughs> I just pictured, like, that flannel shirt hanging with no arms in it. Like, <laughs> I thought, you know, like, some people don't have arms and they just roll it up and then pin it. 
No. I, I thought I've that never maybe seen it, it was pinned. But I never paid attention oh, to it. That was so funny. <laughs> it was an honest question, and I'm grateful that your brother has arms. He does, and I'm so, glad you... this ghost has no legs. <laughs> I'm glad you feel comfortable enough to ask me <laughs> if he has arms. He does. But um, just to make things less awkward, don't ask the ghost. He has no legs. <laughs> oh, he does not have legs. No, they don't. He's I don't know what happened no to legs. them, but... In his afterlife, there are no legs, so just maybe the pool. Don't filter? make it awkward. <laughs> Does the pool filter know. suck them up? And fuck if I know. We'll maybe never know. It's like he is in the pool, and half of him's underwater. You can't see it. Maybe you could just ask him. Gotcha. We can go there and investigate. Let's go. So let's check it out. Let's go tonight. Herb, where's your legs? Herb, <laughs> herb. <clears throat> <laughs> we see your mannequins, herb. Okay. Okay. Right, so they see far. a guy walking without legs. Sorry, <laughs> in a red shirt, floating. I think it's floating, floating. at that point. Yes. <laughs> so Vicky said that she was vacuuming gravel. I guess near what? the near the pool, the kids had tracked some gravel, oh, okay. and so she was vacuuming that. <laughs> I know like, it took me a minute. <laughs> I was like, is she vacuuming outside? She's vacuuming the the outside. <laughs> they do strange things in Indiana. I guess when you're rich, you can do that kind of stuff. It makes sense. I don't I was have a pool to vacuum on the gravel road. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that dust up. Vicky, what are you doing? Vicky! <laughs> You're acting very strange. Okay, sorry, Vicky. Vacuuming. Oh, weird. I got distracted. Okay, so Vicky was vacuuming gravel. <laughs> I can't even see that. You see the mental okay, imagery? by the pool. Uh, but the cord kept coming unplugged without any explanations. Mm. At one point, a man named Joe LeBlanc was renting an apartment on the property. The house was enormous, so they rented it out to him. He's a family friend. And he claims to have made contact with the spirit of none other than her Baumeister. Oh. Is he like a psychic? Nope. He is not. He said he watched a few ghost shows and felt a presence, so he decided to turn on his recording and caught an EVP. He's like us. He's such an amateur like us. I love it. He's not the large psychic of the fountains or whatever you said <laughs> the big fountains like <laughs> medium big fountain medium big fountain medium <laughs> we come up with our best ideas when we're drinking can I just say that also how did he make it from Ontario over to India so that's the big question a lot of people say that he didn't die there so he's not there but then people say that he really liked this house so his spirit might be still there his presence I don't know caught a ghost train he caught a fucking ghost plane so what was the evp that he caught the evp that he caught was a voice saying the married one and it was in response of uh, joe asking who's here with me and the only person that was married um out of all of his victims was was him herb Mm. everybody else was single so that's why they think it might have been herb it feels very bizarre to say that's an intelligent response and it was uh apparently repeating itself too just kept saying the married one over and over interesting Mm. Joe says... The cheating married one. (laughs) True. Joe says that he had a nightmare where he was running for his life because something bad was chasing him. So he awoke in a state of panic, tried to run, hit the door frame, and collapsed. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Like a cartoon. (laughs) Okay. He wasn't sure what he was running from, but he felt like he just really needed to get out of that place as soon as he could. He also had another another experience in the apartment where he heard knocking on the door. There is a, like an old-fashioned knocker on, right. on the oh, outside yeah, the of the door. Brum, 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 yep, yep, so he kept hearing just that. Just <laughs> Sorry, what? Can you repeat? I can't. Can you, can you do bang, one bang, bang. Close enough. It was better the first time. It was because I was laughing. Sorry. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes, it was just like Lindsay sounded. I'm sure that was identical <laughs> uh, to the bong bongs. And... <laughs> the 
bomb box. <laughs> when he went to answer the door, the knocker <laughs> fully erected. It was fully erect. Why did you say fully erect with the knocker? It was at attention. What do you mean? <laughs> like it was hanging out at a 90 degree angle. At attention. Fully erect. Like the way I can think of to say that. <laughs> Sticking out. <laughs> You're not helping me. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. It was it was erect. Ugh. The thing was. Okay. <laughs> the knocker. Okay, oh, and then when he opened the door, it was all the way up, and then it slammed down right in front of his face. So, Ooh. okay, that is alarming. <laughs> nice. And he was out walking the dog in the woods where he saw a man with no legs oh, no. and a red shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> it was the same no-legged man. <laughs> Sorry. <It's very laughs> Did something happen to Herb with his legs? Not his Herb. Lifetime? I don't think it's Herb. I think it's probably one of the people he killed. Ooh. Did he dismember them? He we burned all the bodies, so they yeah. found bone fragments okay. everywhere. I think his thing was more strangling, but honestly, it sounds like you can't really put things past him. He'd be cray. Um, Okay, just a few more things. While Joe was swimming in the pool, uh, he felt cold hands and fingers gripping Mm. around his neck. Mm, All right. So then just visitors who come, paranormal people, just like paranormal people. Like us. Investigators. The peeps. Yeah. They come there. They report feeling um, unsettled. They hear unexplainable noises and seeing apparitions in the house and around the grounds. Yeah. So that is Fox what Hall I have Hall. for you at Fox Hollow Farms. Very cool. It's a cool place. Sounds like a fun place to go to. Let's go. It's As long beautiful. as the mannequins are gone. So I guess the new owners like completely gutted it once they moved in. And so they thought everything was gone. All the bad. All the bad juju. Juju. But yeah. it's not. No, I think it's hard to get rid of that got stuff. got a floating torso. They continue to find... Joe said that he was out walking his dog, and his dog picked up what he thought was a tree branch and brought it over, and it was a femur. Oh, my gosh. No. Mm-hmm. So... A femur branch. That is terrible. Branch. I can't imagine. I'd be like, let's move. It's just so frustrating because you want to know so much more about what happened, but yeah. we'll never he know. It to it's all speculation. Sand grave. Fucking he really herb. did. And his weird ass sand grave. He really did. He probably knew he was gonna get the death penalty. I mean, oh, I'm sure. But you know, the guy, the back to the guy that found him. He, again, he mentioned how weird it was that he looked because he was like, you can't even tell that he had shot himself in that. He looked like a wax figure. His skin was just perfect, and his hair was perfect. Yikes! Mm. It's very bizarre. We are going to talk about the Black Monk of Pontefract. Oh, you do say I they have are. no idea what any of this is. Pontefract. Um, Lindsay, how, yes, ma'am. how do you feel about poltergeists? I like poltergeists. Aren't those the same as ghosts? No. Mm. It's similar. <laughs> Inner I've, seen, poltergeist. I've seen the movie Poltergeist. <laughs> it's like a haunted house instead? <laughs> nope. I'm getting worse. <laughs> Tell me what a poltergeist is. I really thought that you would already have known this so. i mean i've seen the movie have you seen the movie poltergeist, poltergeist. i have guys nobody ever asked me because <laughs> i i've seen it, it. <laughs> you're such a four i believe, forget about me <laughs> i believe that you've seen it poison have you seen poltergeist <laughs> no okay <laughs> it was my case <laughs> it's a good movie you should see it. it's a classic you can just don't you know, tell me what to do <laughs> you can just humor me and be like Hey, Sarah? Sarah, have you seen Poltergeist? I have, actually. I've seen that. I know it's a surprise. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Thanks for caring about me. You're welcome. 
I need the positive affirmations. <laughs> I know You're you still do. Here. <laughs> you exist. Ghosts tend to only make themselves known by sighting, but are also said to be able to speak, change the temperature of a room, or bring a certain odor with their presence. Okay. Cat urine. They're generally troubled souls, but that doesn't exactly make them dangerous <laughs> or malevolent. Okay. So I get that. What's a poltergeist? A poltergeist are said to be able to literally bite, pinch, otherwise attack or harass their human victims, as well as move, throw, or even break objects. They're ghost assholes. So they're more like... Bullies. Uh, more physical, is yes. what I was going to say. Like, they attack. They're more mo- malicious? Is that a good way of putting it? There's anything that has to do with, I think, movement of objects has, as a poltergeist. Activity. Okay. Okay. So I guess my feelings about poltergeists are the same as about ghosts right now oh okay i was wondering where that sentence was going because she asked how i felt about poltergeist i'm with you it took me a minute it's just a ghost that is more malicious and does more physical things um so unlike ghosts ghosts (laughs) that was a minnesota accent (laughs) i just took that out of my butt um poltergeists are said to feed directly off the emotional state of a particular person rather than being linked with a place okay Poltergeists are not angry spirits seeking retribution, but psychic disturbances surrounding an unhappy person, often a teenager. Oh, they like the teen angst. So that's actually fascinating. I just looked that looked up that definition. Yeah. And um, now I'd like you to listen to my story. Okay. I'd love to listen to your story. Okay, the Black Monk of Pontefract, so arguably Europe's most violent haunting, took place in the 1960s in the town of Pontefract, with many of the locals witnessing the events. Pontefract is a town in Yorkshire in England and has a couple of claims to fame. One is the popular Pontefract cake. Which deceivingly is not cake at all. What oh, man? It's got me there. Calling things cake that aren't cake. I know. I was very disappointed. <laughs> it's actually licorice in a flat round uh, get shape. Out of here. Get uh, out of here with this licorice. This is actually look. It's Haribo, just it, like our gummy bears. It's actually a fun fact that is a fun fact. Fun fact, um, not eyeballs. <laughs> Apparently, dating back to the 18th century, there was such a need by local physicians for licorice in order for them to treat all sorts of ailments from constipation to cancer. They spell did you know? Weird. Did you know you can actually have licorice poisoning? Um, really? Yes. So sp- I didn't know yeah. that. Spoiler Mostly alert, it only worked for one of the above why can you have lic- how can you have licorice poisoning Sorry. It has something to do with the something that it's made of she yeah it comes from a plant it's actually an extract mm. so you can have too much of a not good thing also <laughs> black licorice sucks yeah black licorice is not mm-hmm. good eventually they added sugar to the licorice ex- <laughs> wait extract there was no sugar in this <laughs> either what was it that just it was just, it was just extract <laughs> that they were used, using to treat constipation and cancer oh that sounds awful so they added sugar and to this day there continues to be a large demand for these so-called treats although i don't know why because licorice is disgusting hands down worst treat ever. i mean like twizzlers are technically licorice 
Red licorice. Black licorice is disgusting. Okay, yes. I was like, black I like licorice Twizzlers. is tar. Get out of here. Yes, Nasty. black licorice is tar. Yeah, gross. I agree. So. <laughs> We're in agreement. The <laughs> other you. claim to fame for this town centers around a poltergeist story that was witnessed and continues to be witnessed by several locals and visitors alike. The Pritchard family <gasps> lived at 30 East Drive. Jean and Joe and their children, 15-year-old Philip and 12-year-old Diane lived at this house. I think we would call this a uh, a duplex here in America. <laughs> they call it an ex-council house. That sounds yes. way cooler. Interesting. Everything okay. sounds cooler in England. Side note, we have like a couple listeners over in the UK. I did learn how to say Yorkshire. I saw that. By uh, Facebook messaging one of our listeners. Reaching out to an expert. Yes. Thank you for your help. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're the best. She was probably like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> She's probably like, can you just <laughs> like figure it out yourself? <laughs> Can't you YouTube it like Can normal you? people? Yes, <laughs> really just, that's what I do. We, we, we need your help. <laughs> Jean and Joe, 15-year-old Philip, 12-year-old Diane, the three of them, minus 15-year-old Philip, went on vacation in August of 1966. Philip stayed home with his grandma, Sarah. Oh. Of course her name was Sarah. Poor grandma Sarah. Oh, was this a sad Sarah? Um, I mean, she just goes through a lot tonight. Okay. Yeah. So one on this night, one of the nights while they were out and she was here with Philip, she was actually alone in the house. Philip was in the garden and she suddenly felt a cold gust of wind, which was odd because it's August and it's very warm outside. Mm -hmm. Not long after, Philip came home and inside and he noticed a white powder falling from midair in the living room onto the floor. It seemed to be coming from the walls and on the ceiling. And of course, they thought it was coming from the ceiling and probably just dust or something. And they tried to just explain it away. But then Philip remembered that, I mean, they had just recently redone the living room and there wasn't really a source for the strange white dust that was falling and it was actually making piles on the floor so now sarah and philip are confused so sarah calls her daughter and philip's aunt marie over and thankfully she lives just across the street essentially the entire family lives within a block of each other wonderful so when she gets there she sees the white powder and she heads towards the kitchen to get a washcloth to clean it up but immediately she slips in a pool of water that seemingly formed out of nowhere on the floor the three are now in the kitchen together surrounded by several puddles of water that are appearing all around the the floor in the kitchen and they seem to be completely circular coming out of nowhere it's linoleum there are no holes there's no real reason for this to be happening there's yelling there's screaming there's a lot of commotion and chaos and this draws the attention of one of their other neighbors enid who just shows up to see <laughs> what the hell's going on so unimpressed she goes and shuts off the water to the house thinking there's got to be a leak somewhere and these people have just Lost their minds. I am her. <laughs> Definitely. That's me. I'm Sarah. Like, Y'all, stop it. Let's turn off the water. <laughs> However, this makes zero difference. The puddles just keep forming. So they call the water board and ask for someone to come out urgently. Luckily, someone does. So this guy shows up and he checks all of the pipes, probes into the drains, and concludes that there's 
actually nothing wrong with any of the plumbing and um comes up with maybe it's just a lot of condensation and he says he's going to report it to his manager this condensation issue and he says that he's got to go um now and he leaves <laughs> okay thanks <laughs> thanks man <laughs> right it's just condensation deal with it but i, I gotta go now <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm out. Um, so about an hour later, the puddles seem to stop and things quiet down. And then everybody goes home. Sarah and Philip are trying to just make sense of it all, calm their nerves. And later that evening, Philip calls to Sarah from the kitchen and says that it's happening again. And when she comes in, the counters had powdered sugar and dried tea leaves all over. And while they were inspecting the mess, trying to figure out how this even happened, they noticed that the button on the tea dispenser slowly was going in and out several times on its own. Like, nobody, (laughs) they weren't pushing it, but they could see it going in and going out. Finally, Sarah was fed up with it, and she yelled for it all to stop. And as she did, there was a loud crash from the hallway. Sarah is over this. Is that a crotch? Oh, look at that. Look at that wallpaper. That is some wallpaper. So they (laughs) instinctively thought somebody was probably breaking in to the house. And they slowly opened the hall door from the kitchen to see what was happening, if they needed to run, what they needed to do. But it was silent and it was dark and it was empty. And then the hall light came on. But nobody turned it on. They didn't turn it on. They don't know who turned it on. So now thoroughly freaked the fuck out. They continued on in the hallway to see what made the sound and found a potted plant. Oh, boy. Outside of its pot. R.I.P. plant. Wait. Okay, the plant was outside the pot. Halfway up the stairs. Ooh. And it had been launched. as if that wasn't enough debauchery. Debauchery. The plant is out of the pot. <laughs> oh, my God, everybody. It's such chaos. I mean, I can. It would be shocking to see. It just I mean, sounds the, really funny. The plant was in soil halfway up the stairs. What did that plant do to anybody <laughs> the else? Pot Come on. Was, Come on, Poltergeist. The pot was at the top of the stairs. Oh, so it was out of the pot. <laughs> it was out in the soil, halfway the down the <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. So while they were inspecting the plant situation, they hear another sound coming from the kitchen where they just were, and they head back to the kitchen and they see the cabinet door shaking. And Philip quickly opened the door because he's just sick of this shit, and nothing's inside. So. A noise is heard in another part of the house, and Sarah feels the cold wind again right as they hear the noise. So she calls Aunt Marie, and she's like, please come over. I don't know what's happening. So Marie comes into the kitchen, and the cabinets begin to shake as they did before with Philip. And this time, you can hear the rattling of the plates and the cups. So they try to calm their nerves. They insist it's probably the neighbors making noise, doing their thing. I don't know. Having a party. (laughs) Right. They go over to the neighbors to try and confront them. And whenever they go over there, their neighbors are just really confused. And they're like, we thought that all of that noise was you. So nobody knows who's making all the noise. The plot thickens. Right. So they go back home. The noises have stopped. Aunt Marie offers up her place for the night for Philip and Sarah. She's like, why don't you guys just sleep over here? This is kind of crazy. 
but Sarah and Philip insist that they'll be all right and they just need a night's sleep. And they get ready for bed. Sarah goes into Philip's room to tuck him in and wish him good night. Um, and then as she's doing that, they notice a large chest of drawers swaying back and forth. Nope. And they uh, nope it right out of the house. They're say, like, why would they stay the night? Hey, Aunt Marie, <laughs> um, I'm actually, I changed my mind. I'm going to take you up on that. Nope. Nope. So they nope, go nope, nope. right on over to <laughs> Aunt Marie's. Nope walk. <laughs> I'm motioning my arms back and forth. Noping it out the house. Please, yes. That's exactly what they did. I do not blame them. So all of that activity seemed to be isolated to that one night. And finally, the family, the rest of the family returned without any more issues. And for two years, it was super quiet. No more activity. So they had one night of craziness. One night of crazy- craziness. Um, Ghost debauchery. Until all the activities started up again. <gasps> of course it did. Dun, but this dun, time it wasn't dun. it wasn't isolated to one night. This round of activity lasted for several years. Whoa. God, they were real pissed. Time to leave the house. Burn it down. But Jean was Sage really now. proud of her house and she refused to leave. No. Mm-mm. She refused to be bothered by the activity or let it force them out of the house. They even named their new housemate Fred. Okay. We would have gone with George, but they named it Fred. Yeah, right. George is where it's at. Mm-hmm. So this time mm-hmm. around, instead of Philip getting in on all of the action, so remember he was 15 and now two years later. He's 17. He's 17. But Diane now is 14. So okay. she's now a young teenager. Got it. And it's funny that we just read that poltergeists oh, like oh. teenagers. Yes, they do. According um, to this, very interesting pontefract. Yeah, it's time to get rid of the teenager, Sarah. Yeah, get rid of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not um, me, Sarah. So this time <laughs> around, Grandma, instead of Philip getting in on all of the action, it seemed to have a thing for the youngest, Diane. Oh, bummer. She was often thrown from her bed. Aww. One time, she was dragged up the stairs by her throat by an invisible hand. By her throat? That left marks. Jeez. There were loud crashing sounds that couldn't be explained, usually when company was around. Objects went flying, sometimes disappearing, and then reappearing in a different location. So twice, attempts were made at exorcisms of the house. <laughs> Ooh. This is a funny way to say that. Twice attempts were made. A family friend even <laughs> tried to be helpful and doused Fine. the home in holy water, but these interventions made things worse, and soon after, Fred responded with upside-down crosses painted oh. on the living room walls. Fred. And the doors. Fred is not amused. Fred as is well not as a friendly spirit. He also destroyed the family crucifixes. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So one night, Jean and Jill were in bed while they both witnessed a black cloaked figure. Nope. Hovering over them, quickly dissipating afterwards. Nope, nope, nope. Time to move. Yeah, hard pass. Other members of the family after that, as well as visitors, also ended up seeing a figure that looked like a monk. Mm -hmm. Just as Fred started to show himself, the activity stopped again. Wait, an evil monk? Another evil monk. Is there such a thing? 
Yes, remember the evil monks and that wait, I talked about? True. Just wait, Lindsay. Okay, sorry, an evil Our monk. Our friend Sarah was talking to me about that. Evil so after speaking with friends, relatives, neighbors, the mayor, and even a the member mayor. of parliament, Ooh, who all claim to have witnessed some of the activity as well as consulting a lo- local newspaper, there is an author and historian named Tom. He identified the poltergeist as a 16th century monk who was hanged for the rape and murder of a girl during the reign of Henry VIII. Okay, I take it back. This is an evil monk. He is evil. So this is how Fred came to be known as the Black Monk of Pontefract. Well, Fred, you suck. Apparently the Pritchard's house was built at the site of the town's gallows. Uh, Okay, there it is. Yep, coming full circle to this black monk and his earlier times in the 16th century. Years later, Philip is putting the final touches on his family home he just sold when his neighbor Carol comes to speak with him about the volume of his TV. And Carol tells him that she'd heard the telly blasting all night. Um, Philip replies, there's no TV in there. It's totally empty. And that's when they realize that it's happening all over again. So there's a book about this house. There's even a movie. The movie's called When the Lights Went Out. And it was released in 2012. It reflects the events that occurred in the house and was produced by someone who witnessed many of the events firsthand. After the movie's release, there has been an increase in publicity and, of course, visitors and locals say the black monk of Pontefract is up to his old ways again. So today, one of the producers for the movie owns the house. He bought it as a major skeptic. Okay. However, it's me again. He's However, not that way anymore. Oh. So um, he figured that even if there had been something there, it would be gone by now. I mean, it's been a while. This is back in the 60s and 70s. I mean, we're kind of over it by now, right? One day he went to take a picture of the stars from the movie and himself with his iPhone. He had somebody take the picture. His phone was at 75%. And as they went to take the picture, the phone just shut off. Once charged back up... It was confirmed that the photo was not taken, and he was bummed. For months, he just confirmed that, nope, it really wasn't taken, and he thought he missed the chance. But then, months later, the intended picture showed up in his camera roll, just out of nowhere. Like, he had checked several times for this picture, and... Okay, and then it just showed up? It was not there, and then all of a sudden, it was. Okay, it's very blurry. Right. There have been reports of missing keys, only to be found later that day in a non-working vacuum cleaner. Vacuum. A very tall (laughs) shadow figure. Ooh, don't like that. Ew. It does not look like a monk, though. Speaking of shadow figures, there are several. Yes, there are. Wow. So does the producer who owns the house, does he let people come out to see it? Please don't ask questions. (laughs) Okay, sorry. You're ruining things. (laughs) the kettle switches on on its own a researcher has been pinned down to one of the beds ice cold air is felt in the hallways 
Small objects are thrown at people pretty frequently, like dominoes and marbles. In one instance, the owner walked in on his friend picking up pieces to a 1,000-piece puzzle off the floor. He was trying to put it back in the box, but the box was still taped shut from when the owner bought it from the the thrift store. So the owner watched... The guy cut a hole in the box to put the pieces back. So there's no way that these pieces could have gotten out of there on their own. He has never stayed overnight in the house and uh, refuses to do so. He's no longer a skeptic. He even has, the house has been featured on Nick Groff's new show. That's where I saw Paranormal Lockdown. I quite enjoy that show. They do tours private investigations for a fee, and theoretical physicists stay for free. Oh, just need to go get a new degree. Here's my question. I can go see over there. So they don't know where this monk came from or why he's inhabiting this house. I told you the house is right next to, or on the side of the town gallows. On the gallows. He was hanged for raping. Gotcha. So that's just one of the examples. On the website for the house, there are, I think it's something like 288 examples from visitors posted by the owner of things that have happened in the house, several of which have accompanying photos or video to kind of back up the story. There, There's evidence to go behind the claims. And I I think it's kind of very fascinating. I love a good poltergeist. So this is about the black monk of Pontefract, and I am a believer. Thank you for sharing that story about a poltergeist. It's different than a ghost. Who would have thunk it? A lot of people. We learned something new. I bet the majority of people don't know the difference between a poltergeist and a ghost. Don't act like everybody knows this. Am I wrong? People let me know. Mm-hmm. I just, I equivalented the two with each other. I thought it was the same thing. They're, I mean, they're similar, right? Yeah, they're similar. I just thought they were the same thing. <laughs> I thought it, they were interchangeable. Yeah. I learned something. And we traveled to the UK. <laughs> Look and at we us. traveled to the UK. Thanks, guys, for listening to our paranormal episode. You can always find us at The Tipsy Ghosts on the Facebook the Instagram, the Twitter, and the YouTube. You can also email us at thetipsyghosts at gmail.com if you have stories that you want to share with us, um, and we will read them out loud for our tipsy stories. If you feel so inclined, please help some girls out and donate to us on Patreon. Um, It really does help. It helps us in our future ghost adventuring. We are at patreon.com slash thetipsyghost. And if you enjoyed what you heard, Please give us a five-star review and, nope, a five-star rating <laughs> and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. It. Five stars in the comment box. Just five stars. That's all, <laughs> all I need. All the stars. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to us, guys. We will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>